Hello, so we had a bit of a mic malfunction in recording this, so we're going to jump right into the message where Mike talks about uh, who is called to share the gospel. I think it's in, in it's either in 1st or 2nd Corinthians. He, he's, he's complaining because he feels like, he, he says, what are we apostles? Uh, are we just uh, monkeys in a cage on display for everyone else? Do we have to give up all these different things for the sake of the gospel while everyone else lives uh, in in um, in comfort, and his answer is is no. We're all called to be a part of what God is doing to redeem the world. Um, to to quote Dietrich Bonhoeffer, it says, "If if when Christ calls a man, he bids him come and die." Now my dying looks like laying down my life and going overseas to Indonesia. The question that we all need to ask is what, how am I dying for Christ in the life that I am living? And if, if we don't know the answer to that, then we need to take a look at our lives. That's really good. Okay, so we need to be looking at our lives. We need to be looking at how do we come and die? What, what are some things that we can begin doing right now as college students? What can we begin doing to prepare us for that calling to come and die? You know, um, well, uh, I think a big part is if I could, I feel like there's a process to this. And, and you know, I did not do that process justice uh, because I, I clearly did not go from um, getting saved to um, Indonesia, you know, overnight. And, and so I, I think depending on where you are, I, I would say that there are a few different things that you can be doing. And the first thing is, buying into this idea that God has acted in history to redeem this world and you have a part to play in his plan to do it. That you have a very real and a very vital part that he has given you the dignity of having a part in that plan but also the responsibility of having a part in that plan and, and to buy into the fact that, oh, this is real life. I, I need to be a part of what God is doing. Uh, and so if that's, if that's where you are, if, you aren't, if you've never thought about the fact that God has something for me to do, that not that God saved me to go to heaven. I love that, that song, but God didn't just save us to go to heaven. He saved us for a purpose, and that's to be a part of his plan. If you haven't thought about that, if that's not in your mind regularly, then I would encourage you to to look into some of those verses that I read, to internalize them, uh, because that's the story that we all live in, that God has a reason for us to, that he saved us for a purpose, and that's to work out his, his plan on earth. Um, the second part has more to do with calling, uh, and, and it's figuring out what that purpose is. Uh, and I'll say two things about calling tonight. You know, a lot of people struggle with this idea of calling. Uh, and I just want to kind of dumb it down. I say dumb it down. That's probably a, a terrible way to say it. But, yeah. you know, I really think your calling in life is going to lie at the intersection of two things. It's what you're good at and what you like to do. And, and so... If you don't know what you're good at, if you don't know what skills God has given you, um, figure that out. 
take this time in your college uh, career and, and experiment. Some of you are going to be like awesome pastors and preachers. Some of you are going to be fantastic engineers or, or educators. And, and, and that might very well be the calling that God has for you to further his mission on earth. And, and, there, and neither one is better than the other. Yeah. Um, and, and then start experimenting because some of those things that you're good at, you aren't going to like. Um, where those two things meet, that's where we're going to find the calling of God. And from there, we need to take the next step of, of figuring out, okay, now that I know what, I need to know where and I need to know how. The calling of God is, is a really special thing. And, and I think, again, to, to take a step of, of maybe demystifying it for us, I, I truly believe that knowledge builds burden in our life. When we, know, when we know about things that are going on in the world and the problems that we see in the world, we develop a burden for those things. And, and bur- out of burden comes passion. And out of passion comes the call of God. Okay. Rewind that whole thing again. Hit us. Okay. Hit us again. Yeah. So knowledge, knowledge. builds burden. Burden produces passion, and out of passion comes the call of God. That's really good. And so you are, we are, we as, as a church um, are here to partner with God in renewing this world for, for him. And that means proclaiming who he is, telling the gospel, but also intersects with dealing with some of the real big problems in the world. And, and so whether it is researching some of the least saved, some of the least um, reached places on earth, or it's dealing with some of the, the real problems in uh, education today, um, or, or uh, some of the needs that can be dealt with uh, in engineering, um, do your research. Use this time to to look into those things. Uh, and maybe while you're doing that, you'll discover a little bit of, of what God has put you here on earth to do. That's really good. All right, so final little thought in all this, in all this stuff. All right, we, we all have a calling on our lives. Absolutely. At some level, there is a calling. What else can we do to be a part of what God is not doing in our lives? What can we, how can we touch the outermost edges of the world if we are called to be an educator, called to be an engineer, maybe here? Uh, because I think people can be called to be an educator on the other side of the world because that sometimes allows people to get in Absolutely. to other places. Yeah. But, but let's say we do get a job here. What can we do? to help? I think it boils down to two big things. Uh, and the first one, and it will always be the first one, is to pray. Okay. Um, find a missionary. Find uh, a nation that needs Jesus. Find a people group that is unreached uh, and commit it to, to daily, fervent, passionate prayer. Um, if you're a small group leader, 
get your small group involved in, in, in praying for the nations and praying for missions and praying for missionaries. Uh, it, it has a very real impact. And I can't tell you how many times we, we were in a bind in Indonesia and at just the right moment, somebody who was praying overseas in the United States came through. Uh, and it's just it, prayer works and, and it's, it is in every way how the kingdom of God advances uh, in the world. Mm-hmm. And so if that's not something you do daily, I encourage you to, to do that. That's good. That's good. So, and, and just, you know, to help everyone to kind of latch onto that, you know, again, demystifying what a missionary is. Okay. We've talked about some very real struggles tonight, some very hard things that people go through, not just missionaries, right? So in your mind and in your in your prayer life, reflect on these very real things that these missionaries are having to deal with, that Mike and Missy are having to deal with, with a little baby going back overseas and not having air conditioning all over their house, correct? You have you have a good good a room of good air conditioning. We've got a couple, yeah, but okay. but by and large, we don't have we don't have central air. No central air. What's the normal temperature? Uh, during the day, eighty-five to one hundred, somewhere in there, depending no on the central season. air. Pray for them. It's hot. <laughs> they have a baby. That's crazy. All right. Second thing you said. This is first is pray. What's the second? The fact that the the unfortunate fact of the matter is that we can't go unless we're sent. Okay. Um, a lot of these these nations, Indonesia included, uh, I can't just go and um, get a job as a pastor and get paid that way. And so it requires people who are um, who believe in in reaching the nations with the gospel. Uh, who will partner with us and invest in our ministry financially okay. and give. And so um, the second way is to, to find a missionary who you believe in what they're doing uh, and invest in their ministry financially to, to get some skin in the game and to say, I'm going to uh, do my part to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. That's good. That's good. So thing one, figure out your calling. Thing two, pray. And thing, well, pray for missions, missionaries. Thing three, give. Um, these, are, these are straight up crucial aspects of, honestly, what Chi Alpha believes is important to missions. In Chi Alpha, we have a missions motto. Every student goes, every student prays, every student gives, and every student welcomes. Um, this is our missions motto. And, and literally... Uh, Mike has highlighted these major things. Um, you know, thank you, Mike, again, for, for hanging out with us tonight and, and for, for walking us through what it looks like to really be a missionary. Um, and I, I hope, um, I hope again that, that in this room right now that we are demystifying what it looks like to be a missionary, that a missionary is not just a person that goes overseas and lives in a different place, but a missionary is a person that is close to God, that they are living in relationship with Jesus Christ 
and wherever they are living in relationship with Jesus Christ, as long as they are continuing in that relationship with Christ, that they would continue to live on his mission. And his mission is to redeem and restore the lost. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up a little bit tonight. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Mike's going to be up here if you have questions, if you want to talk to him real quick. Uh, you want to find out what kind of financial needs that they have because they still have financial needs uh, in getting over to Indonesia. Uh, he talked about itineration. Mike and Missy are, uh, is it called furlough right now? Yep. Yeah. They're on what is called furlough. Uh, they come back to the States for a period of time to continue to touch base with the people here that are supporting them and that are sending them uh, to Indonesia. Um, so Mike's over here doing that, Mike and Missy uh, equally. Um, and so just I want to encourage you to talk to them. I want to encourage you to find out what are the things that, that they deal with. What do they get to do? Um, so meanwhile, uh, I'm going to go ahead and begin wrapping up. So if you would do me a favor, bow your heads real quick and close your eyes. So we've talked about a lot of different things tonight. The starting point of this entire journey is that Mike and Missy were with Jesus. As they were with Jesus, Jesus showed them, gave them the knowledge about the things that broke his heart. And then they were burdened and they became passionate and then they found their calling. It starts with this knowledge, and, and honestly, it starts with this relationship of Jesus Christ. So tonight, if, I, if we're talking to you, if, if you're hearing Mike's story and you're like, man, I, I don't have this relationship with Jesus Christ. If you want to have that relationship with Jesus Christ tonight, I'm not going to embarrass you. I want you to look up at me, make eye contact, and wait till I've acknowledged you. That way I can talk to you a little bit privately. We can pray, and uh, we can welcome you into the kingdom. Welcome you into the family. Is there anybody tonight, you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to know him in this way. You want to experience the God of the universe, the God that created you, in an intimate relationship. Is that you? All right, so I'm talking to the rest of you right now. Here's, here's what I'm saying. What is your calling? And if you do not know what your calling is, because many of us do not know that calling, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to become a learner. To find these things that burden you, to find these things that you're good at, to find these things that you like to do. And that you develop that into a passion and you allow God to call you out of that. To help him, to walk with him in his purpose, in his mission to allow people to know him all over the world. This is the purpose of our lives, the purpose of our life. If you want to know what the purpose of your life is, the purpose of your life is to know God. And as you know God, to allow other people to know him. He tells you who you are because he created you and he loves you. And out of that, other people 
can know you too. This is the purpose of your life. To allow, to also, to know God, but also to allow people to know him as well.